section thirty one of the inheritance by susan edmonstone ferrier this librivox recording is in the public domain volume one chapter thirty one busky busky my bonny bride busky busky my winsome marrow busky busky my bonny bride and let us to the braes of yarrow there will we sport and gather dew dancing while lavrocks sing in the morning there learn frey turtles to prove true o bell ne'er vex me with thy scorning alan ramsay bright shone the morning of miss bell's nuptials and all things looked auspicious the collation stood ready for mrs black like lady capulet on a similar though less happy occasion had been astir from the second crowing of the cock the guests were assembled the clergyman had arrived the family were all in full dress the major in his cat's eye brooch and london coat the envy of bob and davy looked the gay bridegroom from top to toe nothing was wanting but the beauteous bride and at the proper moment decked in india muslin a full-dressed head done up with a profusion of beads and braids and bands and bows a pocket-handkerchief at her face miss bell was led in the solemnity deepened the clergyman cleared his voice the children were admonished by a reproving look that it was time to put on their grave faces the clatter of bob and davy was hushed and all the little disjointed groups were broken up till at length the whole company was regularly formed into one large formal silent solemn circle miss bell was now on the verge of becoming mrs major waddell a metamorphose which could not be expected to take place without some commotion persons of fine feelings naturally shed tears upon these momentous occasions and persons of ordinary feelings think they ought to do so too in short the thing is always done or appears to be done and not to be outdone miss bell sobbed aloud and had even the vulgarity to blow her nose although as bob and davy afterwards declared that was all in the eye dr johnson has remarked of the episcopal marriage service that it is too refined that it is calculated only for the best kind of marriages whereas there ought to be a form for matches of an inferior description probably such as that which now took place betwixt major andrew waddell and miss isabella black that objection certainly does not apply to the presbyterian form which depends entirely upon the officiating clergyman and accordingly is susceptible of all the varieties of which the mind and manners of man are capable from the holy meekness and simplicity of the evangelical pastor to the humdrum slip-shod exhortations of the lukewarm minister or the dull dogmas of the worldly wise doctor it was a person of the latter description who now performed the ceremony in a manner which even dr johnson would scarcely have deemed too good for the parties mrs major waddell having received the congratulations of the company then withdrew according to etiquette to change her nuptial robe for a travelling habit and speedily re-entered arrayed in a navy-blue riding habit the major's favourite colour allowed to sit uncommonly well a black beaver hat and feathers 
yellow boots gold watch and brooch containing the major's hair set round with pearls altogether mrs major waddell looked remarkably well and bore her new honours with a happy mixture of dignity and affability the company were now conducted to the banquet which though neither breakfast dinner or supper was a happy combination of all there was of course much cutting and carving and helping and asking and refusing and even some pressing and will the footboy broke a decanter and black caesar spilt a very elaborate trifle but upon the whole everything went on prosperously mrs st clair took care to seat herself by the major and aware that when people are very happy they are commonly very weak she seized her opportunity and easily cajoled him out of his vote and now the trampling of steeds and crush of wheels announced the bridal equipage and the major his lady and miss lily who was to accompany them prepared to depart the lady according to custom was hurried or appeared to be hurried into the smart carriage and four that awaited her miss lily followed but as she took leave of miss st clair she whispered i should like very much to correspond with you if but here lily was dragged away by her father with a reproof for keeping the young people waiting the happy party were now seated the door was shut the smiles and bows and kissing of hands was renewed the major's black servant skipped on the dicky go on was pronounced the drivers cracked their whips the carriage set off with a bound and was soon rattling through the streets of barnford where many a gazing eye and outstretched neck hailed it as it passed a great philosopher has asserted that upon all such joyous occasions our satisfaction though not so durable is often as lively as that of the persons principally concerned but upon the present occasion there certainly was little sympathy in mrs major waddell's feelings and those of her friends and acquaintances while she rolled on supremely blessed they solaced themselves with commiserating her hapless fate quite a mercenary marriage poor thing a sad sacrifice a man old enough to be her grandfather has met with seventeen refusals fortune come in of the telling liver like a plum pudding false teeth dreadful temper etc etc were buzzed from one end of the town to the other but happily none of their stings penetrated the ear of the bride who sat in all the bliss of pompous ignorance though births marriages and deaths occur every day still they continue to excite an interest beyond the ordinary events of life the former and the latter indeed though apparently more important occurrences certainly do not engage the attention or occupy the minds of the great mass of mankind or at least of womankind so much as the less solemn act of marriage whether these being performed without our own consent asked or obtained afford less scope for animadversion or that marriage is a state in which all are inclined to sympathize the married from fellow-feeling the single from feelings which the moralist or the metaphysician may declare but which it is no part of my business to investigate i shall therefore leave the point to be discussed by those who are more competent and return to the company
it is no easy matter for a party in full dress to pass away the morning when the business for which they assembled is over and where there is nothing to gratify any one of the five senses it is then people feel in its fullest extent the pains and penalties of idleness as soon as their respective carriages drew up the guests therefore dropped off and as the last of them wheeled out of sight mrs black thanked her stars she had seen all their backs End of section thirty one